Hi friends, my name is Nasra and welcome back to Unfiltered Noggin. On today's episode, I'll be covering the case of Tatsuya in Chihachi. The story ends up in Japan, but we need to start at the like the beginning, Coventry, England. Lindsay Hawker was born in Coventry, England on the 30th of December, 1984. Coventry, England is a city in England's West Midlands. Her father was named Bill Hawker and her mother was named Julia Hawker. Bill and Julia had three children named Louise, Lisa, and of course, Lindsay. Lindsay grew up in a wonderful family. She had a great childhood. She was schooled at the King Henry VIII school where people who knew her said she had a fantastic personality. She was a kind person. She was clever and she loved to assist people. At the end of the year, she enrolled at the University of Leeds to study biology, where she then graduated with a first-class honors degree in 2006. So she graduates, and before she goes on to pursue her master's degree, she decides to take a year off and travel, but not in the sense of vacation, but more like to explore a country overseas, but also teach kids English overseas, if that makes sense. And after some time, she decides, okay, I want to teach English to kids in Japan and explore what Japan has to offer. So she gets accepted to teach English at Japan's largest private English institution called NOVA. And so she's excited for many reasons. Like not only does she get to explore skyscrapers, temples, robot restaurants, the Shibuya Crossing, Team Lab, Planet, and or Borderless, but she also gets to assist people like she wants that, which is amazing for her. It's a great opportunity for her. So she packs all her luggage and she gets ready to go. So she lands in Japan and heads to her accommodation in Kiowa, where she'll be staying with two other foreign English, not English, females, teachers who are also working at the same private school, Nova, as her. And very quickly, the three became close buddies. On March 20th, 2007, just six months into Lindsay's stage, something odd occurs. Lindsay was on the Japan rail line heading home from work. It was a long day. She was tired when a man approaches her and starts to ask her some odd questions out of the blue. The man kept saying high English in structure and Lindsay was like, what do you mean? Like, I never seen you before. What are you talking about? So she kind of brushes off the conversation because it might just be a miscommunication. And so she gets off at her stop. She hops on the bike and starts pedaling back to her shared accommodation. And you would think that the man who approached her would leave her alone at this point since she wants nothing to do with him. She doesn't know him. But no, the man followed from the man from the train followed her all the way back to her shared accommodation. Scary. So she arrives at her flats and that's when the man says like, hey, can you please, please, please teach me English? And she says, no, because that's just, like, you followed me from the train station home. That's a weird way of requesting someone to teach you English, don't you think? 
And so he's like, okay, then you're not going to teach me English. Can you please at least give me like a drink, something to drink? Like I'm, I'm thirsty. Well, duh, because you chased her like a few blocks all the way to her apartment. What do you expect? And so Lindsay felt guilty. So she, she allowed him to come in for a drink of wa water I mean, what's the worst that can possibly happen to her? She has two roommates, two foreign female roommates who speak English. They can understand her. And plus, they're going to get a good view of what he looks like. So he comes in. Lindsay gives gives um, the man something to drink, like water, just as he wanted. And the roommates, they greet him. They say hello. But at the same time, they're kind of like perplexed as to who the hell this guy is. And so the man continues assuring Lindsay that if she can teach him English, he'll pay her a, a great sum of money, approximately $40 an hour. And Lindsay was wowed. Like, I'll have so much additional money in my bank to truly tour Tokyo and Osaka. And so she eventually says, all right, no problem. I'll take you on. And so the man is like, he's happy. He's like... Thank God. So before this Jane Doe, since we don't know his identity yet, which I'll get there, this Jane Doe started drawing Lindsay on a piece of paper along with his name, email, and phone number on it. And he hands it to her and then leaves. So when he finally left, Lindsay informs her boyfriend and parents via Skype, Facebook, telephone, that she met this man in Japan whom approached her on a train, followed her home from the train station, the Japan rail line. And the whole time he was just begging me, begging her to like, please like teach me English. And she finally tells her parents and boyfriend, like I gave in because he's paying me $40 an hour and I really need the money. So I agreed. And she basically told her parents, like, I know what you're thinking, but don't worry. So who is this Jane Doe? The Jane Doe is named Tatsuya Inchiachi. Tatsuya was born on the 5th of January, 1979. And when this story case happened, he was just 28 years old at the time. Tatsuya had a wonderful upbringing. His mother was a doctor, like not doctor. She was a dentist and his father was a neurosurgeon. Incredible, great family. However, in 2005, Tatsuya graduated from the Department of Horticulture at the Shiba University. And when he graduated, reality kind of like hit him a big time. And he's just like, he's home and he's just wondering, do I really need a job? Like, do like is it really necessary for me to get a job if I'm not gonna get paid the same money that my neurosurgeon father and dentist mother gets paid? And so he comes to realize like he comes to the conclusion and says, you know what, I'm not gonna get a job, but I'm just gonna have to like I'm just gonna live on my parents' allowance that they're giving me, which is a hundred thousand dollars Japanese yen which is equivalent to like $1,150 Canadian. So he's living, off, he's living off of his parents' allowance every month. And it was said at one point in his life, he robbed a woman 
but the woman dropped all charges like the robbery and assault against him because allegedly Tatsuya's parents paid her off approximately 10 grand. Tatsuya was known to be a loner, teen, adult, and someone who was also addicted to fitness. He was obsessed with his appearance. He was like the gym was his best friend. He would cycle 15 miles a day. It was also reported that the man loved reading violent anime books. It was just one of his hobbies. On March 24th, 2007, just four days after the whole Tetsuya following her home incident, their first English lesson meetup in public takes place at a local cafe and this local cafe had cctv vit cctv vit photo i can't talk today this local cafe let's try this again had cctv footage that shows tatsuya and Lindsay in the cafe ordering food and i'm not gonna lie Based on this footage, it looks like Lindsay's uncomfortable. I mean, she's touching her hair a lot. And Tatsuya, Tatsuya, like, he keeps leaning in, like, kind of invading her space. And Lindsay, like, keeps, like, she keeps, like, leaning back, like, what are you doing? And then by the, like, time just flies by and the lesson comes to an end. Tatsuya then says, God Damn it, I forgot my wallet at home. But you know what? Since my apartment is near the cafe, why don't we just take a cab to my apartment? I'll get the money and then you can just go on about your day. And she says, yeah, yeah, no problem. So they hop in a cab. They arrive at Tatsuya's apartment complex. And as soon as Tatsuya gets out the vehicle, Lindsay turns to the driver and says, hey there, like, can you please wait for me? I have an English lesson to teach at the Nova school. I can't be late. I'll just be back in a few minutes. And the driver's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. I'll wait for you. And the driver was there, was like stalling in the parking or like on the side of the street for like about eight minutes. And Lindsay is not there. So the cab driver says, listen, I can't wait no more. I have to leave. I have other People I have to pick up, I have a job to do. I need money, I have a job to do. So this was the last time anyone had seen slash heard from Lindsay Hawker, including her parents and her boyfriend in Coventry, England. At this point, Lindsay's school is quite concerned at this point, like she didn't show up to school what is going on? She didn't even call us to notify that she was not coming. And the school, the Nova school, knew something was off since Lindsay is a responsible, punctual individual. So the school ends up calling her parents, letting them know that you, your daughter didn't show up to her lessons today. What is going on? And her parents were like, wow, uh, she didn't even call us too. Like she does every single day. Like what's going on? So the school says, okay, don't worry, we're going to call the police, we're going to file a missing persons report. And so they do, but 
it's important for me to say that before the school got suspicious and called the police, Lindsay's roommates after school, they headed home to see if Lindsay was home. Maybe she wasn't feeling well, and that's why she she didn't show up. And so they go home, and Lindsay's not there. And they're like, wow, that's weird, because she told us she had a lesson today with that creepy dude that knocked that came with her the other day like that followed her from the train station and so they had that lesson but like where like where is she she was supposed to go to school and they're thinking uh maybe that man did something to her or he knows where she is so the two roommates they head to the police station with this information and they tried to file a police like a missing persons report but the thing was, the cops didn't believe them that Lindsay Hawker was missing. So they brushed, they just brushed it off and didn't believe them. So now all of a sudden when the school, Japan's largest private institution, calls the police to let them know that Lindsay Hawker is missing, now they want to fight like now they want to intervene with this whole missing persons report it just doesn't make sense to me when the cops arrived to lindsay's shared accommodation they began speaking with lindsay's roommates until one of the foreign teachers were like oh my god that man the one that she had the english lessons with um just give me a second i'll be back and so she's searching the accommodation and she comes back with this paper that Tatsuya was drawing Lindsay on, you know, the one with his name, email, and phone number on it and the picture of Lindsay on it. Yeah, that one. So she gets the paper and she gives it to the cops. And with this information, the cops arrive at Tatsuya's Inchihashi's complex, apartment complex. But because the police didn't have a warrant, a court order, they couldn't necessarily search his residence. So they were just stalling on his floor, waiting for him to come out, in which he did. And when Tetsuya came out of his apartment, he came out barefoot with a backpack on. And so he sees the officers and, you know, they're talking, talking, talking. And asking Tatsuya, like, can we can we get your consent to search your place? Lindsay Hawker's missing. And that's when Tatsuya just starts booking it. And this was the beginning of a very long two-year manhunt. We know Tatsuya vanished and all, but what was he doing all this time? He was basically going around from town to town in Japan, picking up jobs. Not only was he hopping from town to town, but he was also monitoring the news to stay up to date of what the police had on him, the cops. For example, if the police uploaded a photo of him and like if they uploaded a photo of him, he would try to remove parts on his face, like his lower lip with scissors to like to try to make his lower lip thinner so that he can go unnoticed in public settings. But you would think that someone would recognize him with a big wound on his lip because there's just no way that someone would not see, like, what's wrong with that person's lip? Like, why is it, like, it looks cut? And so he, what happened was that 
people didn't notice because he was wearing a mask. And it's not, I'm not saying that he had COVID or anything. This was way before COVID. A lot of, see, a lot of Asians in Asian countries, um, they tend to wear masks. It could be for pollution purposes or a fashion statement. And because he was wearing a mask, nobody recognized the wound and or if that was Tatsuya. And so Tatsuya decided to get some professional help from a cosmetic plastic surgeon to kind of reconstruct his face. And so he did. So he got he got his plastic surgery done, pays the surgeon, and then went on his merry way. And that's when the police get a call from the plastic surgeon. And the plastic surgeon says, I just, I have Tatsuya. He came in to get his face constructed. This is where I did the work on his face. I can send you the before and after pictures that he consented to. And so the police say, yeah, 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 please, please send it. And so the surgeon sends it and the police takes his before and after pictures and posts it posts it so then like the the public now they have like a new picture updated picture of what he looks like to stay alerted if you see him call us you know and so they have this picture and Tatsuya sees his new reconstructed face on the news and he is like he shook at this point like what the hell I went through all of that pain just for the police and news outlets to have my new picture and so can wait can you like imagine just going this far to invade the law and still getting caught by caught on your new appearance embarrassing and so Tatsuya you know he sees this image and he decides that he is going to get on a ferry, like like he's going to attempt to get on a ferry, which didn't happen because one of the employees, port employees, recognized that like Tatsuya, and he didn't see that port employee, but the employee saw him. So that employee called the police. The police came. They arrested Tatsuya, and that's when Tatsuya kind of like confessed. The trial started four years after the murder and the whole motivation was, oh my god, I didn't mean to kill her. I had no intention to do it. It was just that I was, you know, R-wording her and she was screaming help so much that I had to do something to prevent her from yelling. So I suffocated her and she just died, right? Like I had no intention. It was on me. She just died. That's, that's on her. It's not my fault. I even tried to help her. I did CPR on her. I called the ambulance. But mind you, there was no evidence that he called the ambulance because there was no record of that call. And the police didn't even, like, they thought, like, he didn't do CPR. And, but that was, like, his excuse because he doesn't, you know, he was just saying I didn't kill her. Like, she died herself. Like, she just died in the midst of me suffocating her because she was yelling so much and so we know Tatsuya vanished and all disappeared into the streets of Japan nobody knows where he is he's on the run but what was he doing on his two-year run 
he was literally go hopping from town to town, picking up jobs and monitoring the news to up to like stay up to date on what the cops had on him. For example, if the police uploaded a photo of him, he would listen and try to remove parts on his face unprofessionally. Like, for example, he cut his lower lip with scissors, with craft scissors to make his lips thinner so that he can go unnoticed in public settings, in which he did because this man was wearing a mask and... If he's wearing a mask, nobody can see this big wound on his lip, and they would they would have never thought that was Tatsuya. And so he's wearing this mask, probably. He's wearing this mask, and he decides, you know what? It's time for me to get some professional help from a cosmetic plastic surgeon to tr like to kind of reconstruct my face. And so he did. And when he gets his plastic surgery, he pays the surgeon. And that's when the police get a call from the surgeon that reconstructed Tatsuya's face. And so they get this call and the, the surgeon saying, look, I found Tatsuya. I did work on him. This is what I did to him. He gave me his consent for like his before and after pictures. I can send them to you. And so the police said, yes, please, we need, like, just please send it to us. Thank you. And so the police, they received the before and after pictures of Tatsuya's new appearance. And they post it. They give it to, like, news outlets. And those news outlets post it on their, like, their news. And so Tatsuya, since he's keeping up to date what the police have on him, and he's watching the news, he sees his new appearance pop up and he's pissed because can you imagine going this far to invade the law and still get caught on your new appearance because your surgeon, who you paid, gave your consented before and after pictures to the cops? Like, wow. And so Tatsuya, he sees his image and he's he's going bonkers, right? Like, so this is what he does. He tries to get on a ferry, but one of the port employees recognized him. He didn't see the employee recognized him. Like, he didn't see the employee, but the employee saw him. And that employee recognized him and knew it was Tatsuya. So that employee called the police. The police came and arrested Tatsuya. The trial started four years after the murder, and the whole mo his whole motivation was, oh, my God, I didn't kill her. I had no intention to do that. It was just that I was R-wording her, and she was screaming so much that I had to do something to pre prevent her from yelling. So I suffocated her, and she just died. It's not my fault, you see. I had no intention. I even tried to help her. Like, I did CPR mouth-to-mouth. -mouth. I called the ambulance. It was just not me. Like, she died on her own. I, I had no intention of killing her. I'm innocent. And so, but, like, that was his excuse. That's how it, like, that's how the whole trial went. He was basically saying, I didn't do it. She died. And kind of victim blaming. And so, the Hawker family, 
was basically requesting that Tatsuya should get the death penalty. But the court felt that the death penalty was inappropriate because he had no previous arrests and that, you know, he just never had, like, his criminal record was clear. Like, just because one thing happens, like, they just felt that he didn't, he shouldn't, he doesn't, des- he doesn't deserve the death penalty. On the 21st of July, 2011, the Shiba District Court sentenced Tatsuya Inchihashi to life in prison for the murder of Lindsay Hawker with a chance of parole. So he's in prison and he writes a book called Until I Was Released. And this book is basically about the two-year run, the plastic surgery, the murder of Lindsay Hawker, the body in the flower pots, not flower pot, the body in the flower tub that was on his balcony. It's basically about the murder, but it mainly focuses on Tatsuya's like saying, oh, I feel so guilty for what I've done. I wish Lindsay can come back and all of that. And then what happens after Tatsuya finished the book was they turned this book some director turned this book into a movie basically recreating what happened to Lindsay and the director was like I'm not picking sides I don't, I'm not saying Tatsuya like he's guilty I should side with him that's not how I'm playing it like that's not how I'm going about it I just want to show the world what happened and so this the Lindsay's like Lindsay's family is like they're pissed at this point because this is so disrespectful to do. And personally, my thought I think it does make Tatsuya look like a hero, like this person that did such a gruesome, heinous murder is now like being portrayed in a movie and a book as this hero guilty person like it makes him look like he's better in a way which is which he's not because no like that's just not it and so the case is just bizarre I've never heard of someone who literally went this far to go unnoticed in a public setting unnoticed by the police and I hope you guys enjoyed the Tatsuya Inchihachi case the murder case of Lindsay Hawker and I'll see you guys in the next episode bye